Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. This episode is brought to you again by Hex Beauty Lab. Go check out all their stuff at hexbeautylab.com. Go find them on Instagram at hexbeautylab. Use the code here's why at checkout for an awesome deal on all of their stuff. So <clears throat> I'm going to jump right into this one because it's going to be quick. I'm not going to make this one a long one. Uh, this is sort of an emergency recording because I noticed some crazy shenanigans surrounding election day and some it's like mixed in with it's like election blues mixed in with seasonal depression. So it's just not people don't seem like they're doing too well these days. So I just wanted to try to settle people down a little bit. Um, I don't want to talk about the elections. Uh, this is not a political show. I don't want to be political on any platform uh, on the Internet. Uh, it's not really a healthy way to live your life. So I don't want to do that. But, you know, tis the season. So I thought I thought it was right to just at least bring it up and acknowledge that we're going through potentially a seismic change here, uh, at least here in our home country. So it's weird. It's weird because I've noticed that a lot of people, especially after the last, you know, six or seven years, they've really kind of checked out of politics because it's simply exhausting to it's exhausting emotionally and mentally to try to keep up with how batshit crazy the politics are uh, in this country. And it's funny, I found that those people who are checked out of politics generally tend to be the loudest on political matters, which makes no sense to me at all. And to anyone who thinks, because when you, they get so angry, they get so visceral about some socio-political matter or socio-economic thing. And then the moment that you press them even a little bit, they don't seem to have any answer to any other perspective other than their own, which is a telltale sign that they don't actually know what they're talking about. Um, they're just angry, which is not healthy. And that brings me to my very first point. In election season, I think this episode will probably come out after the elections are already over. So maybe the timing on this is not the best. But nonetheless, if you are a person who tends to get political about things and you find yourself in an argument, a political argument with somebody who disagrees with you on something, remember, for the love of God, remember this one absolute golden rule. OK, neither one of you have any idea what the fuck you're talking about. It's just it's just the truth. And this is not I'm not shitting on anyone's intellect here, uh, but you you just don't. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like reading a, a medical textbook. You know, I can read all of the words in the textbook because I know how to read and I can read it cover to cover. But that doesn't make me prepared to walk into a fucking OR and operate on someone. Right. Because I can have the knowledge, I can read the knowledge, I can read this book, and I will perceive it the way that I perceive it based on, you know, my upbringing and my the knowledge that I already have, right? That's how I will process the information. But I have no practical experience. I have no clinical knowledge in the matter. I, I'm not a fucking doctor. And that's basically how all of us are kind of operating in this political atmosphere these days is none of us are fucking politicians. That's that always blew my mind when I was sitting in a room with people. And they would be like, well, you know, you're a 
you're a this and you're a that. And I, I would kind of be sitting just observing this thinking neither one of these people has ever been to Congress. Like they're not, we're not politicians, guys. We don't need to pretend that we are politicians and we don't need to assign ourselves to some fucking team because that instantly will neuter one part of your brain. Like that'll, that'll shut all the doors out to, to a bunch of data. Like as soon as you decide that you're on a team with these people, all of the shit that the other team is doing becomes just bad instead of becoming data, instead of being data and information, like it's supposed to be, it just becomes bad. And you're, you just, kind of subconsciously block it out of your brain, which is fucking stupid. That, that makes you really stupid. So, uh, you shouldn't do that. Um, and speaking of information, you know, I'm, I'm going to move on a little bit here to the way that we get information in this country. Um, because th this is just all observation here. This is what I've noticed is that people tend to get so easily propagandized because there's not really news here anymore. There's not, um, there are journalists, journalists still exist and good journalists still exist too. And it's actually kind of a shame because their work, you know, if you find a, an article from a, a solid journalist, you'll often have to go to that news outlets website and kind of dig around in their website before you find any of the really cool stories by the really good journalists, because they just don't get propagated the way that they should. Um, what sells obviously gets propagated first. I don't need to tell you guys this, like, this is all basic shit that you already know, but there, there doesn't, there isn't a news outlet that gives us information anymore. There simply isn't. I don't care if you are loyal to one that goes back to what we were just talking about a second ago. You're not a fucking news anchor. If you're, if you're loyal to like a channel, uh, on your TV, you're a dumbass and you shouldn't be in my DMS. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there we're not the, the news in this country is not designed to inform you. It is designed to market you. You're not being informed. You are being marketed. You're being weaponized against something or for some, some social war that they're, they're whatever is happening this week that they're trying to weaponize people with. Um, that's what, that's what you're doing. You're just subjecting yourself to, you know, I, I am slave to whatever the fucking, whatever the flavor of the week is, which is another stupid thing that nobody should be doing. Um, <clears throat> but we, we do it anyway. We do it anyway because we're, I don't know, we're humans and we're just getting easier and easier to manipulate. That's what it seems like for me. But <clears throat> a general rule of thumb that I like to kind of go by is that if you're pissed, if you are, if you are viscerally angry or scared or sad about something, chances are you're supposed to be. And not because whatever you're pissed at is as important as it actually seems, but more because whatever story you're angry about or whatever current event that's happening that is pissing you off has been marketed really well and has been marketed in such a way that is designed to piss you off and to make you feel very, very strongly about that. Uh, and that's, you're, you're just, you're walking right into a fucking chess game that you're not even involved in. Well, you are involved in it because you're, you're the pawn. I'm trying to make a fucking chess analogy. It's not working out. You guys know where I'm going with this. I'm very sleepy. You got, you got to give me uh 
the benefit of the doubt here. It's been a long, uh, super cool weekend, which we will get into, by the way, uh, on my other platforms, not on this particular episode, but I'm going to be filling you guys in on some cool shit that's happening in my life um, lately. But that will be coming up later out, outside of the the podcast atmosphere. Um, but yeah, don't don't get so angry about news. It, it's designed to to make that happen to you. It's to, that's what it's made for. So uh, just don't don't. I, if you are seriously that angry about something, I really highly recommend that you learn about that something instead of going to the news to get informed because the news is not going to inform you and it's not going to teach you anything. My favorite thing, my favorite example of this is a perfect classic example is the anti-gun people. You know, I'm a, I'm a big, for those of you who don't know, I, I like hunting and shooting a lot. It's something that I love to do. Um, and I, I've gotten into a lot of debates and a lot of arguments with people who just, I don't know, they, they think that the guns that I have in my safe are somehow responsible for the mass shooting that happened across the country, which isn't true. <laughs> that this might sound crazy, but the person who committed the mass shooting across the country was not me. That was a different, I'm not, <laughs> I could melt all of my guns in my case and it would not have made any difference in that. You know, anyway, I'm see, I'm getting <laughs> involved in the, in the rage rhetoric already. It's, you see how easy it is to, to kind of get people roped into to this stuff. But these people who just, for example, here, who are very, very anti-gun, I understand them very well because I used to be one of those people. I grew up very anti-Second Amendment, anti-gun, anti-hunting, anti-all that. Um, and like these people, when somebody approached me and said, well, you know, what's your least favorite thing about a gun? I wouldn't really be able to give them a straight answer. And it always seems to be the AR platforms, the AR-15, the AR-10, whatever. It's it's always the AR that seems to be targeted. And then you ask these people like, well, what does AR mean? You know, what is the significance of the number 556? What does that mean to you? What is a magazine? And they can't answer any of these basic rudimentary questions about, about the gun that they're so viscerally angry, angry about. And it just goes to show that they're they're not angry about something that they know about. They're angry about something that they don't understand because they have been told that that is the thing they need to direct their anger at. It's very, very simple. If you just kind of step back for a second and just watch these people exist, it's Pavlovian. It's, it's very much like they're just barking like dogs because they, they heard their dog whistle. You know, that's where the analogy comes from in news is like, it's a dog whistle for these people or those people. And this happens on every side of the political spectrum. I'm kind of picking on the anti-gun folks right now, but it happens across the fucking board. It happens to everyone. Um, and it's, it's just as stupid every, every time we we stop acting like humans and we legitimately act like Pavlov's dogs every time a fucking whistle goes off. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting to people who think, and it's disgusting, frankly, to people in other countries. Um, and it's kind of laughable. We're, we're, kind of a laughing stock right now because people in other nations have been through this before. They have all gone through the same trials that we have with their news and the way that they they receive information and they kind of received the same heartache and the same hard lesson which is maybe there was a time in this country where we were getting the news and we were actually getting informed and the people who owned the news stations wanted to to bring us the news that time is gone 
it's long gone. We're, we are no longer getting information. We are no longer getting data. We are getting propaganda and marketing strategies. That is what we're getting. <laughs> we're, and, and we fall into that very, very easily because the people who come up with this shit know what they're doing. They, they, they've been to school for marketing and advertising. They know how to do this shit. Uh, so, so don't be too quick to judge and don't be too quick to get all fucking weird and start barking like a dog. Just chill. Just take big, deep breaths. And, uh, you know, nothing is ever, I shouldn't say this, but almost nothing is ever as high octane or important as it seems it to be on the news. Does that make sense? Is that falling on the right ears? I don't know. Uh, that, that just seems to be the case for me. I mean, and that's, this is not to say, obviously if a big news story breaks tomorrow and it is a serious thing, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> but generally speaking, if it's on the news and there's a bunch of people wearing suits and ties and they're telling you that you need to be super upset about something, chances are you're being had. So just be smarter, just be smarter. That's all. Uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is the party lines because this is going to be tricky. This is, I'm kind of on thin ice right now because I know I said at the beginning of this podcast that I don't want this to be a political show and I really don't, but tis the season. It is the season for elections. So we're going to, we're going to power through this and I'm going to do the best I can to, to just deliver this as softly as possible. It is my opinion, my personal opinion, that if you are a person who still thinks that we are operating in a two-party deal or there's some kind of two-party thing going on, you have a lot of work to do on yourself. And I'm not pretending to be some kind of political expert. Uh, you know, I didn't go to school and get a poli-sci degree. I sure as fuck didn't get a poli-sci degree from a liberal arts school, which is what most people are touting around these days, which is fucking hysterical to me, by the way. They went to a liberal arts school and just got a poli-sci degree that is completely useless. And they're just like, I know everything about politics now because of this. It's it's so fucking gross. I, I th Those are really the people that I can't stand is the the uh, recent college graduates that went to a liberal arts school and then try to tell you that they, um, that they know things about anything because <laughs> they don't. Uh, but let's get back. I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent here. Uh, the two party thing again, there, this is something that there was definitely a time in the past where the political parties were clearly defined and clearly separated. And they had, very clear agendas and there was no smoke and mirrors. They were just like, here's who we are. This is what we like. This is what we're going to try to push for if we get into political power and that's it. And there was, there was many of them and there still are, by the way, there's, you know, there are the two main ones that we're all kind of um, going back and forth on all the time. Uh, but there's, there's still libertarians still exist. There's the tea party folks, constitutionalists, um, there's the green party, you know, there's the wigs. What are they? Not big wigs. I don't know. I can't remember off, off the top of my head, but there is even, if I'm not mistaken, a communist party of America, this is a real thing. There's multiple political parties. And, um, it, it seems to me that we're, 
the the party lines are so faded right now that there there's not really any it's like we have one party with two wings and there's members of each wing in each party and if you're still doing the the whole like which color is somebody's tie thing i i don't know how you've made it this far in life frankly i i don't i don't know like if you're still doing that i in my opinion i don't think you should <laughs> be voicing your opinions on politics because if any if anyone who can think hears you talking it'll be it'll be very uncomfortable for those people cuz people who can actually think when they hear someone talking who's so obviously subverted to one side or another or a third side it's it it's unsettling and it makes me like ill like i get physically ill when i see someone who is so blissfully ignorantly confident in what they're saying but objectively speaking from a realistic standpoint what they're saying is absolute nonsense and those are that's every argument that i've come across these days there's no objectivity anymore there's no realism it's just what team are we on which is gross it's fucking gross um but uh the in my opinion again this is this is just me talking here i don't think I don't think the red and blue thing is, is real anymore. Um, and you can see this, this isn't like a conspiracy theory either. I mean, you can, it's public information that all of these people that we see bitching at each other on TV are on the same fucking yachts every summer, drinking champagne, fucking telling jokes, giving blowjobs. Like, I don't know what the fuck they do, but they're all partying together every fucking year. Um, and you know, just I'm not going to name any names here. I'm, I'm, but I know who these two people are, and maybe you do too. But I think it was last year there was some controversy because two very significant politicians went on a very significant news channel, and they were just ripping each other's heads off. I mean, it was carnage. It was like, it was like if they were actually in the same room, you would think that they would start throwing hands at each other. It was so so bad, and. 25 minutes after that aired, some journalist, a really good journalist, got a picture of them at like a fucking Starbucks. And they were like laughing and shaking hands and clinking fucking cups. These people, you are, it goes back to what I was saying before. You're being marketed to. You're, you're being had. Uh, this, All of this, Socrates, I think, said it best. It was either Socrates or Plato. And they said, politics is theater for poor people. And I'd like to kind of retrofit that and just say that politics in 2022 is theater for stupid people. It's, it really is just a dramatization of reality. It's not actual reality. It's just the most dramatic form that reality can take and put on TV. That's what it is. It's not real. We're just being, we're being lied to. We're just being had. That's all it is. The next thing I want to talk about, I'm getting exhausted just fucking talking about this shit. I wish I had, um, well, again, I'm not going to name drop, but there's a couple people that I wish were in the room with me right now because they would make this a lot cooler and a lot more funny. If you're playing the game, you're part of the problem. If you're playing the game, you are the problem. Because if you stop playing the game, then there's no players and there's no problem. <laughs> but if you're playing the... Uh, the red v blue v purple v gold v green game you are problematic and it it's just it's high time i'm i'm no different you know i'm not trying to 
come from some holier than thou place and, and say that I'm like innocent and all this, but uh, we're, you're never going to actually get a chance to live in reality unless you break out of that matrix that, that we're all kind of in. And I know I'm, I'm starting to sound like a real tinfoil hatter over here, but it's, it really is. It feels, it's kind of like a matrix when you, when you get into one of those frames of mind that you're so heavily addicted to one side or the other, or to some political belief or to some ideology, you really are kind of trapped in, in a matrix of your own making, you know, and you have to break yourself out of that before you can start actually thinking for yourself. It's very, very hard to do. And it's very scary to do as well, because you have to challenge everything that you think, you know, and you have to look yourself in the mirror and admit that, you're full of shit and you've been wrong about a lot of shit. And that's, that's nearly impossible to do. And it, it really is. You can, you can hear those words and think, Oh, well, you know, it doesn't sound that hard, but it is, it is very, very hard. The ego will do everything it has to, to protect itself. And, um, a lot, not a lot of people are cut out to, to square up with that ego, but in any event, I'm going to move on here because I want to wrap this up pretty soon. Cause I got football to watch. So, um, quit playing the game. Look backwards throughout history. A big, a big thing for me was cracking open some history books and not necessarily academic history books, but like autobiographies and, you know, memoirs and stuff and really trying to empathize with the people that the books were about. When you really look back into history, which is again, another scary, dark, hard thing to do you kind of get a better idea of you're, you're able to sort of project forward a little bit better. You can't tell the future. Nobody can do that, but it's, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of assume where things have a good possibility of going. Uh, when you look at the political arena these days, um, you'll notice patterns. You will, your your brain once you once you get rid of the i need to be loyal to this ideology voice once you get rid of that idea it'll open the doors up in your brain to a lot of different information and it will be overwhelming but uh it's it's necessary because it's necessary for all of us it's necessary for me for people listening for you know the people that you see on tv uh screaming with their signs and throwing milkshakes at gay people or shaving their heads and saying like, we're sluts. All right. Like whatever, whatever fucking bullshit is going on this week. It's necessary for everyone to do because, um, we're, we're not getting anywhere. <laughs> this shit, this, this way of life, this Pavlovian angry about this, sad about that, scared of this thing is not getting us to good places in society. It's been, a pattern for my entire life and for generations before me. And I don't know if you guys have taken a look around lately, but society looks like dog shit and it's not getting any cooler anytime soon. And it's not going to get any cooler unless we all start to kind of shake ourselves awake and start looking at the real world and, and where we're actually at. Um, that's it. I, I wish I had some kind of, profound thing to say at the end of this, but I could give a fuck about elections. I really could. I, I felt, uh, I can't even talk right now. I felt obligated to say something about elections this week. Um, so I did, and I hope you guys enjoyed me 
ranting and raving for 25 minutes about shit that I don't care about. And frankly, shit that people should care about a little bit less. You should absolutely care about your local leadership. You should absolutely care about uh, your federal leadership and stuff. But for God's sake, please don't identify with something that you're not. And please don't pretend to be so involved when none of us really are. Uh, just, just grow up. <laughs> There's a profound thing for, for everyone to hear. Grow up this week and next week and the week after. And here's to all of us growing into better, brighter versions of ourselves and of our lives. Cheers to you. Thank you so much for coming back. And I hope you have a great week. And I hope you come back next week for another episode of Here's Why. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for making it all the way through that episode. If you enjoyed that episode, go follow me on everything. I am just getting my social media platforms kind of rolling right now. I got a YouTube channel uh, at Here's Why Chuck. I also have a TikTok at Here's Why Chuck. But the TikTok is one word, Here's Why Chuck. And the YouTube channel is all different. You guys know how to social media. You know what you're doing. I got a Twitter at Here's Why Pod, an Instagram at Here's Why Pod. Like, follow, share, download, do all that cool stuff and um, spread the word. Maybe some other people will like listening to me rant and rave about stuff too. Thank you so much for all of your support. I love you guys. You're the shit. Come back next week for another episode.